What's up, my friend? Welcome to Breathing Fire, the official podcast of Beast Life Brand, a new breed of powerful believers repping the Lion of Judah. Christ lived the original Beast Life, and now it's our turn. We must warn you, though, it's not for the weak. It's for the hardcore. Hardcore. Our MO is to equip people of faith and kingdom entrepreneurs to live powerful and represent. God did not create you to live small. He gave you raw talents to develop and use. It's time to find more purpose, live with passion, and lead with impact. Your host is Fired Up Phil. We despise religion and lukewarm living. We're fired up and building our kingdom. Please connect with us across social media at Beast Life Brand. And now, get ready to have some fun and break some chains with this episode of Breathing Fire. live with another episode of Breathing Fire, the official podcast of Beast Life Brand. Beast Life. Where's all my tribe of kings out there? Say what's up. Do us a favor. Uh, if you are liking some of the content and stuff, and you know what? Even if you don't like it, do me a favor. Drop us some love because our biggest MO is to rep the rock and spread the love of Christ. So we're going to do that through this podcast. So if you would drop us a quick like, a comment, a share, that would mean the world to us. And we would greatly appreciate that. So um, we're gonna kick it off. Uh, we're gonna chop it up on some really dope topics today. Yeah, um, yeah. I like I like the topic that we got going on today, and it's something that we could like piggyback off previous topics as well. Yeah, we're building. Yeah, we are. We're absolutely, building. absolutely. So we have uh, a, a really cool um, episode for you right now today. Mm-hmm. I'm super yep. psyched to get into the, this word for you today. So we're gonna be talking about. But before actually, before I do that, was interesting. Yeah. I was having a little. Um, I got in the spirit last night. Ooh. You know, okay. a nice bottle of bourbon. And, uh, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not kidding, but I mean, yeah. so it was, it was good. When we talked about this topic. Is that what they call it? Spirits? Spirits. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so I got, I got in a little bit of the spirit last night um, and I was chilling. I, I had a cigar, had a bourbon and I was chopping yeah. it up in my mind on the topic that we were going to talk about when, yeah. you, when you kicked it over to me. And I was like, oh, this is going to be good. Right. So I'm just kind of sitting there taking notes, doing my thing. And now today we're getting a real spirit, yeah. right? The Holy Spirit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got about the yeah, real this spirit. is coffee, not bourbon. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, we're not rolling like that. Double <laughs> spirit, double spirit. <laughs> so anyway, what are we going to talk about today? So you you are not going to want to miss this. I right. like. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna blow. I'm gonna amp this up a little bit. I'm gonna brag about what we're about to talk about because I think that it is it is literally life changing. It is so important to understand. It is. We're gonna go a little bit deep today on some things regarding this. But if you have ears to hear, you're going to want to pay attention because oh, this is going to help you dramatically as a man. Um, I mean, even if you're a woman listening to it, obviously we're speaking to, to mostly to men. But no matter what, no matter where you are, no matter who you are, this is something that has grown in me and grown in you over mm-hmm. a lifetime so far that we have lived and come to the conclusion that uh, if you understand the power of your thoughts, Right, oh, and you know what you, we're going to talk about thoughts today. That's what we're dropping. Yeah, the yep, on. yep. It can dramatically change uh, the outcome of your life forever. Bottom mm-hmm. line. So, what are we going to talk about? The cause and effect of thoughts. Right, right. So, um, 
Is it just in your head? So, one might think, right? One might think that uh, the thoughts are something that is produced in the brain, right? That's produced in our heads, and it generally stays there. Uh, but when we look at it a little bit deeper, we see that those thoughts very seldom stay in a place where they don't affect everything else around. Right. Right. Because one thing, and listen, I'm, I'm, I'm not a scientist. I'm not a biologist, I should say. Uh, but one thing that's common knowledge is that our thoughts really do have a big impact on every facet of our physical being. Major impact. You we're, know? We're, we're about to drop it. Oh, we're about to drop some knowledge. It, so listen to this. I was thinking about this. Um, and so your ability to think and reason, right, mm -hmm. is what makes you like God. Oh, yeah. Right. There is no other animal creation. Right? right. We're a special creation designed and created in the image and likeness of God. And what the only thing really. Right. When you think about it, that separates us mm -hmm. from other animals yeah. is our ability to think, it's our thoughts. reason, process like our creator. Right? right. So so paying attention to that, I mean, is a no brainer. Right. We have to be like, OK, so what is this gift, this gift that you've given us? our ability to think, right? Yeah. So we're not just driven by genetics and like, you know, and, and the code of like uh, survival and, and, and what's the word I'm looking for um, uh, with animals that how they do the instinctual stuff, right? right? right like right. that's not how we're driven. We're given thoughts right. and we're able to have a creative process in our lives, Absolutely. right? Now I was thinking, now check out this. So your thoughts are literally the pilot of your life and your existence. Your thoughts are the pilot of your life and your existence. They, yeah. they create everything. Because without, that, without your thoughts, you're nothing. That's right? true. So, obviously, now we have to get into it a little bit deeper. And we say, well, what are thoughts? Mm. Let's ponder that question for a second. That's what a, are that's thoughts? That's a good question. We kind of kicked it last week. We did. We touched on it a little bit. You know, and these, these are uh, questions that don't necessarily have one direct answer, which is what makes them both beautiful um, and, and, and worthy of this type of conversation and study. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, wow, what is thought? So let, let me think about that a little bit. I think thoughts are the product of our ideas, right? Okay. I think thoughts are our perceptions and depending on what that perception might be, depending on what that byproduct comes to be, it either, it shapes us in either direction and it yeah. ushers us in either direction. Yeah. Right? So that's what I think about when I yeah. think of thoughts. You, I 100% agree. And actually, I took some, I got some other notes that are in direct correlation with what you're talking about uh -huh. there. But we were talking last week about the power of words. Yeah. Well, thoughts are words. Mm. Right. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can't have a thought without a word. Right. Right. right thoughts right. are words. Like an internal model. Like an internal model. Right. Exactly. Ah. So thoughts are words. Right. And we were talking last week about this and we were talking about, well, what's the power of words? So what's the ah. power? What's the effect of, of the words that you're thinking? We, right. we, we touched on this a little bit last week, but literally words create or destroy. They do. So the they thoughts do. that you're having in the form of these words are either creating or destroying the life that you are trying to design and live and create. Right? Exactly. And so the thing, now we're going to ask some deeper questions. So while I was, you know, hanging out. And so, <laughs> in the spirit. I, I, yeah. So I, I read this cool book back in the day. And this is just a, I'm going to go on a quick side note here. But mm -hmm. whenever you're trying to like uncover uh, answers and do things and ponder things, right? I always believe in asking questions. 
Yeah, right? Questions are the answer. So like the more questions you ask about whatever it is that you're, you're going through or you're trying to uncover, the, the better, the, those are the answers that come. That's how you understand, get a gain understanding, right? right? So I start asking all these questions. Where do thoughts come from? What are thoughts, right? What is this, right? So uh, my next question is, right, where do thoughts come from? And like, what causes them was the question that I started That's asking. Right. Man, you were really in the spirits last night. Love that. Yeah. So in the answer that I came up with that, so you wonder, like, so we're, we're literally talking right now. Like, we all think, right? right? But like, and we're having a conversation right now. We're literally recording a podcast and we're thinking and we're, and we're creating words yeah. from thoughts, right? But where does all this come from, wow. right? You got me started. All right. <laughs> now, hold on, hold on. I'm thinking, hold on, I'm thinking. Either that or I'm really focusing on that spider in the corner. It's the ADHD in me, right? Thoughts, I believe, I believe thoughts come from the subconscious. I believe thoughts come from a place within us that we very seldom visit, okay. right? And which is why they're so hard to understand and they're so hard to process because we don't necessarily understand that part of our being just yet. Okay. And it's usually the spiritual being at the, at the soul level. But don't you have to program your subconscious first to spit something back oh, out to you? Absolutely. So here's absolutely. here's what, where I was going with this, right? So think about this, and you let me know if you agree. So I, I've been a big believer on this, and this is something that we always teach and, and, and talk about. But the thought your thoughts come from your programming of all forms, right? Of all forms. So that could be your experiences. It could be your teachings like this one right here. It could be your beliefs, right? And your faith. It could be your sphere of influence, the proximity of the people that you surround yourself with and hang out with. It could be from your past pains, experiences, pains, happiness, whatever, right? It could be from music you listen to. It could be from movies you watch. It could be from any type of other influence that comes into your mind is what starts to shape and form the thoughts you have and how you see the world, right? Right, and this, we're we're gonna we're gonna have a lot of fun today because we're oh, gonna, yeah. if we're, we're gonna go and really get into an understanding of this because I was getting super excited as I was like thinking and this was coming. So all of it's these an important topic. It's right? a super, super important, important topic. topic. It's literally the it's literally the root of all creation. It's the root of why you're here. It's the root of your existence. Mm-hmm. Right? Is is your thoughts? Because without it, we are nothing. Right, well, think about it, man. Everything that we see here, right, everything that you see, very few things in our existence started out without a thought behind it. Yep. You know, so thoughts leads to creation. Someone had to make this coffee. No, it's true. had to make this computer, this camera, these mics, right? Right. And it all came from thoughts. Yeah, maybe even us, like ourselves, our parents wanted us, and they had the thought, I think I want a child. They might have been a little carnal. A little bit, a little bit. Maybe they were in the spirits too. Maybe they were thinking with the wrong heads, but hey, they were in the spirits. Exactly. Exactly. No, they weren't expecting something like yeah. this hands. But hopefully we were wanted. Hopefully we were wanted. I mean, I don't know. Sometimes I got to ask my mom that question. But the point is, is that everything that's created more often than not starts with a thought. Yes. Right? And yes. we can take this in a hundred different yes. directions, but we don't have time today. We can definitely yes. piggyback off of that at some other point. Yeah. So let me ask another question. Yeah. So if, if all thoughts come from, you know, like your, your programming, your experiences, and right. what you learn. So then it, it, it's a simple question, but it, and I think it, it's a pretty simple answer here. So how do you control those thoughts? Like, how do you make them better if you don't like, like, let's just say right now, you don't like the thoughts you're having, 
let's say you're going through um, different experiences in life and you're having bad thoughts. Maybe you're depressed. Maybe you're not happy with where you are. Maybe you, you, you know, you're just having thoughts that are um, not where you want them to be, not right? Productive, not yeah. productive thoughts. So how can we help people change those thoughts? And, you know, one of the things that we need to do is obviously based on the last uh, statement that we were making is change your programming. You, you know, it's, so, it's, so, it's, it's such a simple idea, yeah. so easy to just pass by, right? Yeah. But did you know that the computer was invented based upon the human brain? No kidding. The RAM, right, is like your subconscious mind, mm-hmm. like your processor, yeah, you have. So, like, they literally created the computer based on the human brain. Wow. And what makes the computer run? Programming. Program. The programming. And so what makes us run? We're all programmed. Whether yeah. whether you believe you are or not, you're a byproduct of being programmed. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. By our exposures, our environment, everything, everything that we're around. Everything. Absolutely. And that's why the Bible says guard, you know, you got to guard what you put in. Right? Exactly. Guard your heart. You got to exactly. guard your mind. Um, and so your programming is everything. Yeah. When you listen to, you know, a podcast like this or you, you read different types of, you know, maybe personal development books or, or the Bible or, or you hang around with people who help you get onto a, an elevated level of thought yeah. where you're like challenging, you know, yourself to, to grow and to think, you know, on, on like a, just a higher level and right. be able to, right? Maybe you want to build a business. You want to hang around with people that are, you know, building this stuff like that, right? You're, it's, it's all of these things that make up the, our product of our environment, our programming, that affects the way that we think and challenges us to either think lower or higher. Oh, right? yeah. Oh, Which yeah. is a huge thing. Absolutely. And I think that that is a huge piece to our overall thought process is our exposure. Which yeah. is why when we want to kind of elevate our thought process, we have to be around an environment that's going to be conducive to that elevation. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Um, I always And I always tell this to my students. You know, look at how your speech pattern changes based on who you're with, yeah, right? Because yes. we're constantly retraining ourselves based on our exposure and our environment, but we have to get to the point where we're not doing that anymore. We have to get to the point where we rewire our thoughts to our advantage on a constant basis, yes. on a constant, so that we huge, don't fluctuate, huge. right? Because yeah. that back and forth, eventually, it gets mentally exhausting. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And I'm sure a lot of the people that are listening to us right now or watching us on YouTube, I know I can certainly speak for myself, and for you as well, you know, we have been in positions where we have had to retrain our thoughts. And that is probably one of the hardest yeah. things to do, especially when the exterior tells us that we have to think in one particular way. Yeah. When the external circumstances dictate that we should be thinking negatively, when the bank account is getting low, when, yes. when things are not going our way, when yes. we're not getting that promotion, everything around us is yes. telling us, dude, this is wrong, this is wrong, it's going wrong, it's going wrong. And it's not that we shouldn't recognize it, because that's also part of the training process of our mind. We should recognize it. But the recognition doesn't necessarily have to be the end-all, be-all. Yeah. You yeah. know, so that's, surrounding that's ourselves. Where, that's where your thoughts uh, have, to, have to draw from your, your teaching, your understanding. Like, you can't overcome something that's obvious unless you have the thought process to... Yeah. Like, let's use a specific example, like you just said. So let's just say your bank account isn't where it wants to be. Maybe it's in the negative or whatever, right? right? right. So, like, you're naturally, it's a natural tendency to think, like, oh, I'm broke, mm-hmm. um, right? Um, um, and so now you're, you're speaking 
disempowering things over your life. Your thoughts are disempowering. I'm broke. I don't have any money. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, have bad credit. I'm going to, so you start going down this spiral of negative thoughts, right? Instead of if you had programmed yourself with the word, programmed yourself with understanding that faith is more powerful than your, than your, your, your current situation, right? Absolutely. Uh, 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 The, someone who believes and says, Hey, you know what? My bank account is negative, but I'm not broke. That's just that's just a quick financial position that I'm in right now. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm not broke. Right. Nobody's broke. Nobody's broke. Nobody's broke. So what you do is you put yourself in a position of faith and you start taking action towards that. And you go, it's just a temporary, right? right? And now you're thinking these thoughts and you're able to start to drive yourself and pull yourself out of a situation, whatever it may be. You know what I mean? And you can't do that without having that those lessons and those being taught like this. Like you're hearing this right now, right? Yeah. So somebody's if somebody's having negative thoughts and they're stuck there, well, they need to understand that faith is more powerful. Faith is more powerful, absolutely. And we, and we teach that, and obviously that's what that's the way we want you to operate. Let's, yeah. I was thinking about this, like it, it blows my mind too, because like so we we get spit out of you know the the womb yeah. as a baby. Yeah. <laughs> now let me ask you a different another question, right? Can babies think? Huh. I mean, I think so. I think so because they they think enough think to annoy us. I'm just kidding. I don't think they can. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I that's that's a great question, and that's a great question. I don't think at first they can. Yeah. I mean, so because there's no because right because thought comes from words. Right. And you have to be taught. I mean, you have to be taught these things, yeah. right, to be able to think. So a baby probably comes out and is just stimulated. Yeah. And then you know, the, then as parents, you bring your child home. And you start to, your baby starts to learn that, that there's security in you as a parent. Like, right. oh, I'm hungry. Doesn't, doesn't know what to say. Doesn't know what hunger is. Right. right? The just baby's feels- just like, I just, I'm in need. I'm, I'm in a physical need of nutrients. Right. right. And oh, this, this, this big thing over here, <laughs> you know, gives me nutrients. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to call my father a big thing. <laughs> yeah. Right. But. It doesn't know, like a child doesn't know how to communicate. And then you start to teach your child communication. Right. You teach your child words. And now your child starts to be able to learn and process those right. words and can now start to think and put together, and put thoughts. together thoughts. Right. Yeah. And so here's the thing maturity of thought is it's a developmental process that yes. you go through and never should stop going through. That's why you're listening to this right now. That's why you're listening to this because, right now. Right. You have to continue. Why do people like, graduate high school and think learning is over right. you know or graduate is never over <laughs> like you're you should be constantly working on improving your level of consciousness i agree your level of thought that's how you become more emotionally intelligent and you be, you're able to live a much more fulfilling life when you don't stop growing and growth comes in the form of what what what, it, what is growth i mean if you really break it down Growth is increasing your level of, of consciousness or understanding, right? So that you can form more mature thoughts and handle your life better right. and be a better steward of your life. Because you can, Absolutely. it all starts with thoughts. It, everything starts with It thoughts. lives and dies with thoughts. It really does. It's moving beyond the current stage. That's what growth is. Absolutely. In any capacity, In right? Any capacity. It doesn't matter how, how small or how big the growth is. And I think I said this in one of the first uh, couple of podcasts. Any forward motion is progress. 
Yes. Right? And if you're in a better position today than you were tomorrow, then that's growth, technically. You know, yes. but speaking about, about the mind, and I love the direction that you're taking this, man. Um, we really, really do need to have that uh, emotional maturity and we have to have that mental growth. The same situation can't affect us the same way twice. No. Right? It, it, I mean, it, it, unfortunately, I'm an idiot. <laughs> <You're>, <laughs> you watching have probably been an idiot too. I'm an idiot too. I'm an idiot so, too. Let me tell you a quick story. Actually, I learned this one from Jim Rohn a while back. So there's, uh, there's three types of people in the world. Only three. That's it. That's it. Okay? The first type of person in the world are dumb people. And I've been dumb. We've all been dumb. So what, what does a dumb person do? A dumb person makes a mistake and doesn't learn from it and keeps making the same mistake over and over and over again, right? That is a dumb person. I told this to my daughter, and it was good. I made her reteach it to somebody, so I, nice. so I knew she got it. So there's three types of people. The first is a dumb person, makes mistakes over and over again, doesn't learn, keeps making the same mistakes, it's like that emoji. Yeah. Like, I don't know why this keeps happening. To me. Like, you're making the same mistakes, bro, over and over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I've been there. We all have. We all have, right? We all have. And then, so now there's the next type of person. This is a step up. Mm. Okay. It's a smart person. Okay. Any idea what a smart person might be? I'm going to assume that it's somebody that doesn't go back and revisit the same thing yes. I heard them again. Makes them a mistake. <laughs> Thinks about it, learns from it, processes his thoughts better yeah. so that they can avoid that mistake the next time, right? Yeah, like yeah. you touch the hot stove, you're like, oh, shit, that yeah, burns, it burns. Right? Shouldn't touch that again, right? That's a smart person. Don't, yeah. The dumb person keeps touching the stove going, why is my whole hand burned? Right? Exactly. I don't understand why it's right. hurting me. So now there's a third type of person. Oh, boy. Okay. So you got dumb, you have smart. Yep. Okay. And you have wise. Ooh. And a wise person, see, a wise person is awesome because wise people are wise, right? <laughs> right? They don't have to rely on their own mistakes. They learn uh, from others. other people's mistakes. They don't even have to touch the stove. They go, look at that dumbass <laughs> over there who touched the stove. <laughs> I'm not going to go touch that stove. They touch the stove. Mm. Don't mm. Mm. I don't need. To, I don't need to find out if it's hot. Just look at his hands. I saw. Yeah, Just look I at saw his, hands. his pain, and I don't need to touch it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now the wow, truth that's a powerful is, lesson. the truth is, we're all we're all dumb, smart, and wise. We are right. Absolutely. Now the truth is also we probably lean towards one one of the three right. more so than others. I'm working on being wiser. I really am working on being wiser. Yeah, me too. I'm probably I'm probably leaning towards being more smart. Now. <laughs> it's <laughs> but, it, but it's, it's progress. It's progress. It's progress. <laughs> and I'm focused on progress in my life, yeah. not perfection. So oh, we're all man. works in progress. We really so are. You we can really feel are. Uh, you can feel free to be even if you're dumb. Yeah. You just learned what being dumb is. So now you can step up and, and be start smart. being smart. Yeah. And we can all work towards being wiser. Oh yeah, okay? absolutely. It's that that's that's a work in progress. It's funny that you say that. I have a, a story about my <laughs> my son when he was younger. My son listens to the podcast, uh, so he'll probably get a kick out of this. But he was little. He would go to the, it was during Thanksgiving, I remember. Okay. He would go to the kitchen. We were living in Springfield, Missouri at the time. And he would run back to the, to the living room where, okay. where his mother and I and his sister were. And he's crying. And he couldn't talk at the time. Yeah. So I would sue them, you know, whatever. I thought he was just whatever. He'd go back to the kitchen. Okay. And he'd come back and he'd be crying. Okay. And he'd go back to the kitchen. He'd come back and he'd be crying. And at one time I was like, what is going on? So my son was going to the kitchen, yeah. and you know the wedge in the oven between the door yeah. and the and the stove yeah. itself. He was putting his finger in there, and it was burning him. Uh -huh. And he was coming back, 
crying. So, so I was soothing. If your son is watching, what he's saying is that you're a dumb baby. You're a dumb kid. But now, but now, but he's, now he's, he's, he's big and he's and strong he's, and, and he's getting wise. And he's smart and he's working towards getting wise. But yeah, but that that kid. is a testament in addition to um giving my son some love and reminding him that I'm still his father. Um that's one of the things that came with the experience and the growth of mine. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. Uh, and the and wisdom. Fathers, you're trying to pass wisdom on to your are. children. That's what it means. Don't make the same mistake as me, bro. Don't make the same. Yeah. Dude, look, I'm, I'm, tell, I'm showing you I got burned here. Mm-hmm. Right? Don't Just do it. Take a different path. Don't, don't, do, don't do this. I'm going to save you the pain of making that mistake. Right, but his sister was wise. She didn't touch that stuff. <laughs> she, she, was, she was smart. She I, learned I, I, from his mistakes. She, so she's... she's She's definitely she, a smart cat. She's wise. So, yeah. so the question then that I that I have, right, having gone through the process myself and still going through the process mm-hmm. of retraining my thought and redefining um, my 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 psych my psychology, so to speak. Yeah. Um, what are some of the things? Like the Bible gives us a direction in which we should take our thoughts, right? Yes. And I want to just read real quick from Philippians four eight. Okay. And it says, finally, brothers. Whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Right? So, wow. Be a positive thinker. Be a positive thinker. Think about those things. Be a faith-based thinker, right? Be be a positive thinker. You know, yeah, we, we definitely, and, and actually, let, let me kick it into my verse now. Yeah, because let's do it, it, bro. it flows perfectly off of your verse. And the question is, so, if we need to control our thoughts, right? Mm. And the Bible tells us in Second Corinthians, bring every thought mm. into captivity, captivity to the obedience of Christ. So yeah. bring every thought into captivity. Yeah. So when you're talking about being a positive thinker, right, well, how do you do that? Mm-hmm. Well, you have to take your thoughts captive, especially when you're thinking of negative things. That's what it's referring to. I mean, it's a little bit out of context in, in when you go to the verse that they were talking about, but it's but it still applies. Yes, it does. Right? So you're talking about taking your thoughts captive. You don't want to think negative thoughts. No, you don't. If man. you're thinking you're a loser, if you're thinking you're not good enough, if you're thinking that you can never you know, make a certain amount of money or that you can never lose weight or that you can never have the family and, and, and marriage and, and stuff that you want or that you can never you know, have, the, have the, the freedom in, in, in you know, loving yourself mm-hmm. that, that God wants you to have. If you're feeling any of those things or any other thing, those are negative, disempowering thoughts. They really are. You know, and really I'm going to encourage you today to take your thoughts captive and like Ellie said, be... A positive thinker. Meditate on those verses. You have to. You have to. The, the mind is a powerful thing, and God knows that. Yes. Right? God knows that. Like you <clears> said <throat> in the beginning, our mind is essentially what what resembles us most closely to our Creator. Bro, it's everything. It's everything. It's everything. And it's if, the only it, thing that makes us different. It's the only thing that makes us different, right? And, and it's, it is a machine that's constantly generating thoughts, and it's generating mm-hmm. thoughts, and it's generating thoughts. And those thoughts, like I said in the very beginning, do have the power to determine certain outcomes in our lives. They are right. Determine the outcome. Yeah, the Bible says, "As a man thinketh in his heart, so, so is he. he." So let's let's talk about that for a quick second. Yeah. Because the thought in your mind is different from the thought in your heart. Yes. But if you keep producing a thought in your mind, once it gets to your heart, that's when it becomes dangerous. Yeah. There's a saying that I always that I say too. The mind justifies what the heart desires. Oh, yeah. The mind tries to always justify what the heart desires. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta be careful. You gotta be careful. Because that is that's where you start to 
justify things that may not be beneficial for you. Yeah. Because your heart, your heart may not desire what is good for you. Okay, yeah. let's just be realistic. No, that's true. You that's have true. desires sometimes that are not beneficial to you, mm-hmm. right? And if your your mind it does play tricks on trying to justify what your yeah. what your feelings, what your heart desires, yeah. right? Um, so that's a, that's a, just another little tidbit on a, on a side note of what you're saying. I got something that I want to talk about really quick here oh, that wow. I think is uh, I think this is probably going to be the most important thing that we've said up into this this in this episode up to this point right? Right, right and this is so important because here's the thing so how do we bring captive thoughts how do we control our thoughts how do we figure out right um how to live a more fulfilling and better life yeah now here's here's where i think it gets really important and it gets really deep you do this by discerning truth okay because the bible says that the truth will set you free okay now this is where it gets tough for people and people have blind spots in their lives, things that they don't see, right? That they don't know about them. So let me get, let's give some examples here, okay? Um, and then I'll, we'll go back to explaining what it is. I think that I think the examples will give the clarity here yeah. of how important of a factor this is. So let's just say. So I'll give you one example. Was with my son, I was um, I was overcorrecting my son. You know, and, and when we were like in my parenting, I was being overcorrective and I was I was doing it out of love. OK, it wasn't like I was like, you know, like I, like I was being a, a jerk. Right. I was overcorrecting him, though, and making him feel insecure. Well, right. Because I wanted him to be successful and be a certain way. But I had to um, discern the truth in my thoughts, in my mind. And I had. Um, somebody who helped me do that, and I'm extremely thankful for that. Um, and so, but that's what we're talking about with discerning the truth. So the truth was that I was being too hard on him, and his personality was not a personality that could accept that that well. Mm-hmm. Now, maybe a, a different person, a different kid with a different personality might have been able to obviously accept that a little bit differently. Right. But I had to discern the truth there yeah. to be able to make the correction and change my relationship. With my son. Oof. Now, many wow. many of you out there right now watching, you gotta you have to think about whatever problem you're going through in in whatever area of your life. We talked about the five Fs, right? Fitness, family, finances, freedom, whatever you're dealing with on and in in those areas and in wherever in your life, you gotta discern the truth, because the truth is your perception of the truth. Truth is not relative. Truth is absolute, but your perception of truth is relative to so. your understanding of it. Very much you know so, what I'm yeah. saying? And this is so important to, to be able to understand because this is the root of what is going to truly allow you to make a change in your life. When you can discern the truth of the situation that you're in and then be able to think about it and like I did there, make a correction. Now I don't, I, I'm not, I'm part of myself, I'm very aware of that and I don't, I have a much better relationship with him now because I stopped doing that. And I would have never been able to do that had I not discerned the truth of right. what was happening. I just thought I'm being a good dad and I'm, and I'm, and I'm pushing him. I'm pushing right. him. I'm being, I'm, you know, that doesn't mean that there's not a balance there, right? It has to be, a, has balance. To be a balance there, but you've got to discern the truth. Like, why do you not have what it is that you desire? And mm-hmm. in, in especially, I mean, obviously in relationships, it's huge because you have two different people. Right. Who are discerning 
their own, they have their own perception of truth. And then they have to discern. And then they have to discern. Right. And so that's, I mean, that's huge. That's huge, huge, man. huge. And so um, right there, you know, like, I just think that when you understand that, you're, you, you have to, number one, be, and if you're not in this place of, of, of mind and of heart, if you're not a person who's open for correction, well, then everything I just said doesn't mean jack. Right. You know and, what I'm saying? Yeah, and as men, I think that this is one of the things that we struggle with. I think that we struggle with the idea of, of self-correction and even external correction. How many of us, you know, you and I, those of you that are listening or watching us on YouTube, how many of us consider correction as a challenge to our manliness, to our manhood? Yeah, yeah especially men. It's pride. Especially men. To admit that you're wrong. Yeah, and, you know? and much like yourself. And yeah. we will, we'll address this at a future topic, but once upon a time, I sat down with both my kids, and I actually did something that was really, really hard to do. Okay. And I looked at them. And I apologize to them yeah. because much like yourself, yeah. I was an overcorrector. Right. You know what I mean? The way that I, that I, this, I, I, I never touched them, <clears throat> you know, so, so let's not let our minds go there. Um, but the verbal, uh, the verbal correction was right. not something that was appropriate for their personality types. And it took a lot of me checking myself yeah. and checking my mentality to be able to say, yeah, I was wrong, yeah. right? And, you know, what, what do we do sometimes when we're wrong? Instead of addressing the fact that we're wrong, we, 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 over, we, we, over, we become overly nice, yeah. right? And yeah. we buy them gifts yeah. and whatever, yeah. So what we tend to do is we tend to kind of circumvent what we need to do, and that's humble ourselves. There yeah. is nothing stronger and nothing manlier than exactly. Yeah, when you can just admit that you were wrong, apologize, mm -hmm. you know. It's, it's, it's freeing. The truth will set you free. The truth will set and you free. That, that freedom is one of the F's. Like, mm -hmm. truth is freeing. Yeah. It really is. It's liberating. And it's like, okay. Because you're holding on to this weight. You're holding on to this pressure when you're not operating the truth. Right. And that pressure wears, wears away at you. It does. It, it wears really away does. At you. And when, you, when you're able to uncover the truth there, um, you know, and, and when it's between two people, you know, mm -hmm. you're, you're, you got to work it together. Yeah. But you're, you uncover truth. And you're like, okay, you know, now we can, now we can work off of that. We can build yeah. from truth. And you can't do that without that freedom of thought. Correct. And you without know? that, without that ability to also be, be open for correction. Oh, absolutely. And, and the freedom of thought. The freedom of thought is what we're talking about. And that's why we're bringing this message because we feel, you know, and again, we both have this, 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 this same uh, vision that we want to kind of talk about the things that don't get talked about enough. Yeah. Right. And I'm not going to negate the fact that um, there are issues that are specific to the women's community. But I think the issues that are specific to the men's community don't get talked about enough. Yes. And I think the freedom of thought and I think the freedom of your mind is critical. And I think that there is a lot of men out there who are walking around with their minds in chains. Yes. We are chain breakers. We are chain breakers. Breaking you know, and, and it's something that both of us have yes. to do first. So, so we're not coming in here and selling you dime store psychology. Oh no, we're all and, messed up. We're oh, all we, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. And later on, you know, throughout uh, as we progress through the podcast and as we progress um, through through the messages, you know, we I personally will get a little bit more open because it's important for the people who are watching us to understand that these are not just two random guys nope. who are trying to sell you dime store psychology. Everything. Nope that I'm speaking is something that I've had to put in practice and I'm currently putting in practice. 
And some days I suck at it. Yep, we're imperfect yeah. human beings, but thankfully by grace, yeah. we are loved unconditionally, and, and we spit back uh, to our, the best of our ability, That's unconditional right. love towards everybody watching and everybody that we come in contact Absolutely. with. Absolutely. Can we roll with the rock? And that's how That's we do it. Um, I got one another question here, and uh, as we start to wrap this episode up, what? How does God speak to us? What? What? How does that? Like, because like you can't talk about thoughts for a minute without yeah. like pondering for a second. Well, so God communicates with us yeah. through our thoughts, and you know, the majority of the time, right? It, it, his voice comes to us when we can like this. I don't know exactly how it works. I'm. I'm not. You know, yeah, I'm not guys. I don't figure it all out, but I can I just tell that you that, that <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a, a, a scientific explanation for all this. Yeah. But um, obviously, when you're sensitive and you're seeking and you're and you're you're learning to listen to the voice of God, right? It comes in the form of thoughts, and you're you're wrestling in your mind on a regular basis through your experiences and through all the things that you're going through. And through, you know, God does these little things, right? Like we were talking about before, the crooked picture that showed me something. And like, he does these things that get your attention. And then you, you, you're, you're constantly in your mind trying to listen to what it is that he's trying to show you. Right. And they, it comes in the form of thoughts to you. And so you've got to get in your head and you've got to, you've got to mature as a thinker. Because if you don't, sometimes it's like, how can you hear if you're not mature enough in your thought process, like a baby can't, can't necessarily, I mean, I don't know, maybe babies can follow the spirit. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Man. I would love but, to talk to a baby. But there, there's something there to be said. <laughs> yeah. In closing. And I think that, you know, in order, I think you're, you're, when you're growing in your, in your thinking, you're able to, you know, have a, um, and I'm not saying you don't have a, a relationship with God. Yeah. I mean, no, of course, if, of course. if you're, you know, if you're, not as advanced in thought or whatever, but right. we're talking about obviously advancing, you know, your thought and getting, getting, and getting that yeah, so that you can live a better life, right, and also receive and understand the things of the kingdom better. Absolutely, um, so that's Absolutely. what it comes down to. So, in a recap here, yeah, 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 you want to recap it? Yeah, let's recap, man. You know, the the thoughts that we produce oftentimes produce certain outcomes in our lives, right? Uh, the more positive the thought, the more positive our outlook, which means the more positive our experience is going to be. Now, again, I want to reiterate that does not mean that certain things aren't going to suck big time, because they are, right? They are. Yeah, but the, what happens on the inside of us is more important than what happens on the outside of us. You know, and that's, that's a yep. process. God gives us a guide of things that we should think about. Revisit Philippians 4 8. Um, if you kind of want to see an idea of what it is that God wants from our mind. And generally speaking, whatever it is that we uh that we think we become. And please let's be very careful that our thoughts, the negative ones, the negative thoughts, mm-hmm. don't go into our hearts. Because right. the Bible warns us. That's where that. you need to guard your heart. That's what you need to that's where you need to guard your heart, right? Yeah. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So if your heart starts to think that I'm a loser, I'm not worthy yeah. of this, I, you're not I'm not loser. good, you're definitely not no. a loser. Hell no. Man, you were, you were, there was another guy I used to be friends with back in the day. He said, uh, what, how did this saying go? Um, champions are born, losers are made, mm-hmm. is the way that he works. I it. love that. So, right? So you, God made you a champion from birth, right? Yeah. Like, losers are made. Like, that's something that's learned. It's developed. And it's developed through your thoughts. 
having loser a loser mindset, right? It's not about how much money you have in your bank account. No, it's, not. it's not about how much materialistic stuff you have or what level of success you achieve. Although those are all good things, and we talk about those, and we want to help you be more financially successful and more successful in every area. But that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about the fact that you are a special creature that God created in oh, His yeah. image and likeness. Oh yeah. And He gave us this this ability to think and reason. And, and that's how we're like him. That's and in one of the ways that right? we have emotions over that sort of thing. But like, that is such a powerful concept to understand that God made you. He loves you right where you are, no matter what. And he wants to take you and level you up and continue on your, your journey, you know, with him. So it's a superpower. It's a superpower. It's a superpower. And I know we're getting ready to close, but I just kind of want to leave the folks with this. There is a medical condition called pseudosiasis, right? Okay. And pseudosiasis is a perfect example of how powerful the mind is, right? Pseudosiasis is also known as a false pregnancy. Okay. It's a condition where the brain uh, tricks the female body. That's not thinking. one of these new um, political things. Oh, no, no, no. It's actually, no, no, no. It's actually a medical <laughs> condition. No, no, no. It's, a, it's actually a, a thing. So Just for the record, men can't get pregnant. Can't <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm like, I'm pregnant, but, you know. Uh, we're going to, that's part of our. Oh, we started this week. Yeah. Oh, you just, you just, we got so much in store for yeah, you guys. Yeah. You know, but, but the, the, the condition essentially uh, tricks the human body, into, the female body, into thinking that it is pregnant to, uh, to the degree where everything that a pregnancy does to the female body starts okay. to happen with the exception of uh, a fetus being developed. Wow. And that all happens with the brain. Wow. Yeah. So like, it's that's all mental. How, uh, yeah, it's all wow. mental. So, like, um, you know, the breast will start to lactate, they start to get tender and, 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 and uh, swollen, the abdomen will start to extend, you know, menstruation will cease. Wow. And that is all generated by the brain. So if, a, if that's how powerful the brain is. Yeah, oh, it's super powerful. It's so powerful. So, so much more powerful than you probably realize that, you know, it's more powerful than I realize and you realize. Right. That is the thing that brings us as close to the creator. Like, I mean, that's a superpower. Yeah, and we need to we need to recognize that and acknowledge that and and do what the Bible says. We've got to train our minds the right way. We've got to program our minds the right way. We are all creatures of programming, and we need to make sure that we're putting good things in, like what you're listening to right now, and now we're hanging out with good people. The programming is the most important thing for you to understand because that's where it lives and dies. If you do nothing but put garbage in, like Zig Ziglar said, garbage in, garbage out, you're not gonna you're not gonna get, you know, the right proper thoughts. You've gotta put good positive things in. So we're gonna sign off on that yes. note. What you can do this week is go put in mental nutrition, mental nourishment, you know, mm-hmm. challenge yourself to, you know, read something or hang around with certain people, listen to certain things like this that challenge you to think deeper, challenge you to get more, you know, uh, um, advanced in your thought process, right? right. Maturation of thought. And so I don't even think we introduced ourselves today. So I am your host, Fired Up Phil. I'm here with my homeboy. The professor. Do us a quick solid and go like, share, and comment on this. Help us spread the love and rep the rock. We love you guys. Uh, this is uh, We're signing off on Breathing Fire right now. Yes, we are. We're going to go kick it and have some fun, I think. Peep the and, site. Uh, yeah. Check out our Facebook page. Drop us some comments. We love hearing from you guys. Absolutely. Peace out. God bless.
All right, Lions Tribe, that wraps up another episode of Breathing Fire. We truly hope you enjoyed it. If so, it would mean the world to us if you'd help us kingdom build by leaving us a great review on the platform you're listening on. Subscribe or follow the podcast and share it with friends. Thank you so much. God bless. Remember to visit us online at beastlife.com. Join our free Facebook group, The Lion's Tribe, and connect with us across social at Beast Life Brand. Until next time, keep breaking chains and living powerful. Peace out. Peace out.